Hey guys, before I get on to the episode with Aurelian Pumiana, I'm going to ask you for a quick favor. If you've got an iPhone, you'll find the podcast app that should come preloaded onto your phone. It's a little purple icon with a microphone that looks like it's broadcasting. Open the podcast app, search for Interverse Podcast, and don't go to your subscribed podcast list if it's there already, but actually search for the show again. And when you get to the page, leave a review. If you're able to leave a five-star review, you're going to help out the show quite a bit because that's how Apple's algorithms decide what podcast to show to people whenever they're looking for something to listen to. So if you don't mind helping me out, you'll be doing the entire show a favor. You'll be helping out every artist that comes on the show in the future by expanding the audience that they can be exposed to. So you're really doing a good thing. Please go in there, leave a five-star review. Don't even worry about writing any commentary or uh, a a subject or even. You just put five stars in and you go send. Boom, good to go. Took you 30 seconds maybe and you've done me a great favor. Thank you. for you. Check out wanderwareshop.com for some handcrafted, hippie-licious, beautiful, crystal-infused, metaphysically powerful, artistically aligned, conscious, creative products from my good friend Marina Carey. Wanderware also sponsors the show, so if you find anything you like, you'll get 12% off if you use coupon code INTERVERSE. That's wanderwareshop.com. Go check it out. Show her some love. Thank you.
Welcome, beautiful people, to Interverse Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 11. My name is Chance, and I'll be your host. I'm so excited about this episode. I have Aurelien Pumiana Flore, a visionary artist hailing from France who currently lives in Australia, gracing the show with his wonderful wisdom. It was really hard for me not to just totally fanboy out during the interview, and uh, hopefully I didn't seem nervous or anything. He's just really not a person that would cause you to feel nervous. He's so calm and uh, loving and just, wow, what a cool guy. His energy came across, even through the internet, across the entire planet Earth, Uh, you know, the opposite time zone and everything. Man, really, really wonderful person. You're going to enjoy uh, listening to his perspectives on creativity and on life quite a bit. I know I did. And if somehow you made it to this episode and didn't see the cover art for the episode, I highly recommend you check the notes for the episode to see some of Aurelian's art firsthand because it's really unique. It looks like real visions. If you've ever been in a state where your consciousness was accelerated by some kind of catalyst or maybe deep in meditation, or even like a near-death experience, you might have seen some tunnels and geometry and symbols and lights and shapes that look like what Aurelian does with his uh, video projects. Apart from the video video DJing that he does, which is where he's like, I believe he live mixes his artwork for different DJs and uh, producers while they're performing, like Tipper and Griff and I'm sure lots of other amazing ones. He was about to go to the Rainbow Serpent Festival in Australia before uh, whenever we were talking in this interview, and I'm assuming that's already all wrapped up by now because it's been over a week, and hopefully that went awesome. I'm sure it did. I would love to get down to Australia and check out a festival like that. Speaking of of out-of-the-country festivals, I'm going to be in Envision Festival later this month. Well, February, I guess. It might not be February exactly when I release this, but... Yeah, hit me up if you're going to be at Envision Fest. I would really, really like to meet up with anybody there that might be listening to the show right now. For real, if you're going and you want me to know, then send me a message through SoundCloud or through Facebook or interverse.podcast at gmail.com. You can email that. If you need to remember that, just go look up the link on my website. Speaking of links, don't forget to look at the links to Aurelian's website. Check out all the artwork he's been doing for the course of his life he's really a masterful human everybody can appreciate the images that he's generating from his soul one thing that's kind of cool is if you're listening to this on the itunes podcast app you can check the links to the show right there from in the app just find where it says see full description or something like that for the episode and all the links will be there including a link to my patreon And I know I've been bringing it up a lot lately, and I'm going to bring it up continually going forward because this is the hub, guys. This is where the listeners, the artists, and me all kind of converge in one location on Patreon to share with each other and create this community. It starts with you sharing a little money with me, which I know is a lot to ask, and I'll make sure the show always remains free to listen to. But if you appreciate this show and if you want to see it grow consider sending me a dollar on patreon that's patreon.com slash interverse what will you get for this dollar well if you noticed uh, last week i put out this creator feature number one with cadella and if you got to hear it it was one of the 
coolest episodes I've got to make. I loved it. Austin was an awesome individual. He's also a patron of mine on Patreon. And going forward, hopefully once a week, if not every other week, I'm going to be interviewing people from the Patreon group of subscribers and doing these creator features. Those are actually going to be exclusive to Patreon. They'll start off free on SoundCloud. You'll be able to listen to them. But after a few weeks or a month, I don't know how long, I'm going to move it over to SoundCloud or over to Patreon. And you'll have to be subscribed for at least a dollar to have access to that. Just a dollar, though. I mean, it's really easy to pay a dollar a month and forget about it. And it's not really hurting you. And you'll be doing a great favor to me, helping me live my dream of being a podcaster as a full-time job and helping me invest that money right back into this platform so that we can create a promotional tool to help many, many people get their art in front of people who like their art and connect and collaborate and grow together and expand. Don't you guys think that sounds nice? Go check out patreon.com slash interverse. There's a lot of cool stuff there. I'll be releasing a video someday soon to try to describe a little more about it, but in the meantime, I want to remind you, the video of this episode, the interview with Aurelian, is available on Patreon for the $3 and up subscribers. And going forward, any videos that I manage to capture from webcams whenever I'm doing this type of an interview, I'm going to be putting on Patreon, possibly sometimes early before the episode comes out too. So... You know, if you want to skip all this intro stuff and just get right to the media interview and actually see our beautiful, goofy faces, then you're going to want to check out Patreon, $3 a month for the video access. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff there. And if you're already a patron and you're wondering when you're going to get your shout out on the episode, don't worry. As soon as it rolls around to February and I harvest all of your beautiful $1, I will do the shout outs on the very first episode of that season. Or month you know what i mean okay enough yammering on about patreon i mean it's really important and it's probably just the uh, biggest thing i've ever tried to accomplish in my life but hey you know help me or don't i'm gonna keep doing it and i love that you're listening to the show that helps me enough right there um feel free to share this episode share this shit with anybody that you think would like it i personally advocate sharing things personally by word of mouth or with a, like a text link to somebody instead of putting it on you know your news feed not that you don't want to put it on your news feed go right ahead but i think that maybe like just explaining to one other like conscious creative individual that they might like a show like this you're going to be doing more good than just throwing it out there onto your wall for to get scrolled past maybe i'm a little bitter about facebook who cares i love you guys it's really cool that you're listening to the show aurelian i'm sure appreciates it and loves getting to share his perspective with you can't wait for some of the stuff that's coming in the future for Interverse. You guys make it all possible. So, without any further ado, oh wait, a little further ado. And I hope I never say without further ado again, by the way, because that sounds so stupid. I apologize. But real quick, if you noticed the uh, sigh, ambient, groovy music that's been going on in this episode so far, make sure you go check out Kalpataru Tree. I will again have links to that in the episode notes. That is the wonderful creative individual who I messaged on SoundCloud and said, hey, can I use your music on my show? And he was like, yeah, go for it. So thanks to you, buddy. I really like your stuff. Hope you're doing well out there. If you happen to hear this, shout out Kalpataru Tree. Go look that up on SoundCloud. Okay, yeah, 
Time to get on to the episode with Aurelian Pumiana Flore. Wholeness and balanced vibrations to you all. And I love ya. Let's go. Welcome to the show. Now, I hope I say this right, because it'll be my first time trying. Uh, Aurelian. That's it. Aurelian. Pumayana. That's it. <laughs> Flore. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit if you want to. Um, my, my audience is very, very excited to hear about uh, your story with visionary art and coming to the place you are now. Sure. So... Um... Primayana, that's my uh, Alice name. I started to um, paint and draw actually uh, 13 years ago. And uh, before that, the, the, the interesting story is uh, I, I was not an artist at all. It just came down like this very uh, amazing um, gift I received actually. And it took me a while to really understand that and uh, to keep. Um, Yes, to start first and to keep drawing and, and understanding that, wow, something was going on here. And it was um, the time for me to change my life and change many things in my life and, and um, yeah, become more an artist, yeah. So um, whenever you made that decision, did that come about from some kind of personal experiences or maybe mystical experiences or psychedelic or were you just ready to make a change and get out of the life that you had had before? Because I read a little bit of your bio on your website and it did say you had kind of a regular job starting off earlier in life. And then um, as your journey began with art, you actually went to India and did some exploring. So what kicked that off for you? Yeah, exactly. So I was uh, about 23 years old and um, I had a really beautiful, I had some diploma in graphic design. And uh, I was working, uh, I had a job in Paris, so beautiful job in a graphic design agency. It was all set. I was, I was all right, but of course something was missing. I was not really happy about exactly what I was doing. And I would just want, I felt that life was much more than this, you know. And, um, and then I say, oh, really, is that what I want? Not really. So I knew uh, when I look deep inside that uh, I wanted something a bit different, at least to start to follow one of my dream, which was going to India. Um, really wanted to do that. So I said, okay, now I've got my diploma. My parents are happy. I've got a good job. I've got a little bit of money, not much, but enough to uh, pay for a, a ticket to India. I said, okay, that's the time now. So I went to India, basically. and uh, And that was the beginning of a really deep transforming journey yeah. and that's where I started to uh, to have more time for myself and start drawing and painting and 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 discover what I was creating and um, yeah and also at the same time I was just discovering myself like I, I was free 
to do whatever I want with my time. And um, yeah, so that was the beginning, really my journey to India, first step. And then in India, I met many people uh, that just opened me to more of myself. So uh, at first I was really interested by Tibetan Buddhism and their amazing pictures and mandalas and what they are doing. And so I met um, some Tibetan monks in India and they introduced me to sacred art. What it is exactly, uh, when we talk about sacred art, what it is, what's the purpose of that and why they do that, how they do that and etc. So I was fascinated by this. It was just like, wow, mind blowing for me. Uh, so that was the first, the first step, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I can kind of relate a little bit because as um, early in my career or or early in my development artist personally, I've uh, st I started out, you know, went to college, just got the basic degree, pleased the parents, following the path, and then um, actually about the same age, twenty three or so, it just started experiences started accumulating within my life that made it harder and harder to ignore the fact that uh, something needed to change about, about mm. my mindset and my folk. Like, I guess it's good to have a dream of something that you want to develop, yeah. um, especially if it's kind of open-ended. You just want to explore yourself. You want to explore your creativity. Uh, and I've found in the beginning of my journey, because I've not special, I don't have any particularly deep rooted skills or anything that I've worked on for years and years yet that um, as I jump between new modalities of art and creativity, I can kind of just pick up and learn anything and anybody, I believe anybody has that capability. Would you agree with that? That anyone can learn? Yeah, totally. I mean, everybody is an artist and everybody is, is deeply and fully creative. And it's up to each and everyone to discover which path is the best for, for, for itself, but it's definitely everybody is an amazing artist and creative person. Yeah, that's our nature, our human nature, our divine human nature. Yeah. So you think follow, there is sort of a, a higher path for a soul that they came to, to manifest and to realize, and that if you ignore that type of calling that you feel in your life, you will maybe be sort of wasting your, your experience here? Yeah, totally. I, I definitely think, um, yeah, deep down inside and early from the childhood, if you are aware, and we are all aware when we are uh, children, that we can feel this, you know, we know that. And uh, of course, after a few years, it just disappeared, this little voice. This, but we all have a dream. And that's the first thing, you know, to really, really uh, follow your dream. I mean, it could be anything and it actually doesn't matter. But um, to really follow your intuition and dream, because this will lead you to truly uh, who you are and to, uh, to, to, to understand yourself, to learn yourself, to, and to um, understand the world around you. I mean, everything comes from this uh, point, following your dream, yeah, your passion, your bliss. So if someone out there listening doesn't exactly know what that is for their self. Um, what I would personally recommend, and I'd like to get maybe your advice on this too, is my advice would be just find something that seems 
neat or neat or interesting and start doing that. And instead of worrying about a bigger picture or a long-term dream or some kind of solid goal, if you don't have that, just follow what you find to be intriguing and interesting. And if that changes rapidly, go between all of those things that are coming to you. And I, I've found that a lot of times what seem like separate paths in my life actually end up winding together and intertwining into some kind of statistic thing. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You are exactly right. That that's the thing, you know, we can't see the big picture for various reasons, but uh, the compass to follow is your passion. What do you want to do now? You know, what is, what excites you the most now? You know, it could be small things and it doesn't matter once again, you know, because one, exactly as you said, one thing will lead you to another and to another and to another. And, and at the end of the journey, you'll be like, wow, wow, this is it. <laughs> but without even sometimes reali- realizing it, you know, that's what happened to me with my artwork, you know, because at the beginning I was just drawing and painting for myself just because I, I love it for, because it was just beautiful and healing for me. But I didn't have a plan to become an artist or sell my artwork or, or make a living or not at all. It was just not, not a, it was out of the picture. But uh, yeah, step by step, of course, it became more and more obvious that that was my path, my my journey on this planet, and my purpose. But yeah, it, and and as you say, you don't have to um, to worry at all, and that's a really good point. You know, you, you there's no uh, no problem, no worries there. You just just follow your dream day after day, step after step, and it will all unfold. Amazingly, that's the magic of life. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, I dream all the time about creating, uh, creating moving visuals the way that you've got created. So I actually remember um, probably a year ago when I first discovered your work, just watching, watching the videos and going, oh, this is it. This is exactly, this is the closest approximation I've ever seen in like video form of some of the inner experiences that I've had on um, journeys in my life. It's just such a full on, um, it's, it's, it's quite something. I, I hope that anyone listening right now has taken the time to uh, look at some of the links that I'll be providing for your work. It's very, it's like if we all kind of share a, uh, a sense of self, if, if what is at our core, the idea of self beyond ego, the same for all beings, then in those moments where we dive very, very deep within and perhaps even are seeing these mandala-like formations and tunnels and geometries. Um, I think that that's a reality that we can all connect to and that we can all share that's even more real and even more consistent in, in a strange way, despite the fact that it's always changing, than the reality that we have externally. Because our egos are almost like filters that keep us from seeing yeah. that inner self that's actually always there, overlaid on the entire nature and coming out of the nature everywhere, but we don't see it because of the, uh, sort of because of the mind. But when we go deep within to the, the core of self, we all can share that experience, like what you are bringing out into the external world. And that's, that's something that maybe is why it's become such a uh, popular type of artwork for counterculture. Yeah. Yeah. You said it all. Like that's exactly it. You know, I mean, this is a universal language that it's it's there it's it's already there way before us that's the that's the universe that that's what we are what everything on our, around us is this language 
And because, of course, as you said, because of our filter, our mind, basically, uh, we can see these the things very clearly, and especially in the um, space-time we live now on this planet, there's a lot of things that prevent us actually to be very clear and to see this around us. But it's, it's there, it's everywhere, it's all over the place. So I think the gift I've, I have, and many of, of us have, is just to filter, I mean, to not filter, actually, <laughs> I would say, and uh, let this flow and uh, in a very uh, natural way, organic way, uh, let this, um, yeah, let this flow and appear when I create my artwork, really. So that's actually a great segue into a question that I have from one of the listeners. Um, shout out to David. David wanted to know, do you more often visualize your concepts prior to making them? Or do you follow a flow that's instinctual that leads to surprises? Or is it both? So that's a really good question. Thank you, David, because um, it's actually both, yeah. It's like I've got, a, I've got kind of an intuition coming from uh, various um, places. It could be a dream, it could be an experience uh, uh, with um, a conversation with people, a meditation, or it could be, uh, of course, some sacred journeys, all these kind of things. So I've got a kind of an intuition where I want to go. But what's happening, it's like when I start to create, uh, it's like a dream again. It's like I can grab something and put it. You remember, you, you see when you have a dream in the morning, it, it, you're not sure what it is, but you've got a, an intuition and it's like, oh yeah, this is, and, and you pull the string, the thread, and it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you open the door, <laughs> it's like, whoa, coming in. And at this moment, you just like, it's so, it's so clear. You just know, there's no doubt. And, and you just draw it and draw it and draw it. And of course, you're gonna uh, discover things. It's full of surprise. Me, I'm, sometimes after an hour drawing, I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, this is amazing. I'm, I'm the first sometimes surprised and, and it's such a joy. And, and um, so, yeah, it's a bit of both, but um, it's, it's like a dream. And of course, after your mind comes in and, and you want to refine, so you, you think about it. And so it's very interesting process, actually, because you mix uh, pure intuition and pure source flow, whatever you call it, that really comes through you and also your own mind and your own filters and your own direction. Uh, where you want to go so it's a mix of everything yeah it's a beautiful process and and you have that um <clears throat> overlaying that sort of mystical experience of pulling it in and intuiting it you're also um connecting to real physical skills with um with either your drawing or with working on a computer so it's kind of interesting it's a very like middle way that you're manifesting and my, um you actually answered my one of my other questions from a listener which was if you ever have sort of induced mystical states while working so i'll just bounce to the, the follow-up question do you find that there's any particular um practices or daily habits that you can maintain that allow you to reach that sort of flow state more easily and um, for me personally, I'm wondering, do you need to be sitting there for at least an hour or two to get to that point? Or do you find that you jump into it more quickly if you're doing it regularly anyway? So um, I'd say on, on a regular basis, 
I mean, uh, beside the artwork or the creative process, for me, it's really good to to meditate, basically. To I mean, to take a moment with yourself, whatever you call it, because meditation is a bit like many definitions behind this word, but, but simply connect with yourself. And that's the point, you know, you just sit down um, or, or take 10 minutes, 15 minutes for yourself and just uh, just dive into yourself and, and, and connect with your heart basically and, uh, and open up to the, to the space around you, you know, in a very peaceful state without really any um, goals, you know, that's the point. You just like let yourself go in this space of pure relaxation. And this really gives you more clarity, more peace and clarity. So that's what I try to do every morning and every evening. Yeah, at least for 10 minutes. Just it's such a beautiful gift, honestly. That's very good advice to give yourself the gift, this gift of every morning, every evening, sit down with yourself and, and, and just let yourself go. So that's one thing. After when you... Um, and, and sorry, what did you say after? What was the... Oh, I was asking if, if reaching that flow state where you're very connected to your intuition, if that happens more often, yeah. you work longer periods of time at once or if you can kind of jump right into it right away because you work so frequently. Okay. Yeah, so um, it's, it's very interesting. It's like a call, honestly. When, when it's there, it's there. And you, you, can't, you can't even sometimes um, avoid it. You can feel the energy and you feel it the time, it's the right time. And you just do it and, and you're onto it and it's like, bam, and, and, and you lose a perception of time almost and, and you can work for five hours, eight hours nonstop and create something like, bam, this is it. And uh, so it's, it's very uh, variable. But now after all these years for me, I live with this flow. So when I sit down and start create just because I just want to, I feel like it just comes, it just comes. And it's like, it's like you open a tap and um, yeah, it's like this. So I don't have really to force anything. And I never had this, uh, you know, some, some artists or writers, they said about the, the blank page and they're like, Oh my God, what I can do today. I don't know what to do. I mean, it's never like that because when you are, when you are connected basically to yourself, uh, it's all flowing and it's, it's very easy. Yeah. When you first started working, um, you know, on more personal creative projects, did you have the same experience or did it take, did you have, um, did it take you some time of regularly trying to get there that you would, uh, before you could do it as regularly? Like I know me personally, I, I, um, I do my best work whenever I work every day, but if I haven't been working every day, and I'm and sometimes I'll sit down and work and not feel that inspired. Um, and it, for me, it just tends to be similar to meditation. The benefits are higher if I keep my momentum going, I guess. Okay. That, okay. But that's different for me then. Different for, for you. Me, yeah, different from I can, I can, yeah. Even from the beginning, because first thing, as we said before, it's following your passion. So for me, it was not like, okay, I have to do that every day. Uh, to maintain the momentum or to practice it was not like that honestly because because i started when i started it was not my intention to be an artist you know what i mean so so my intention was just having fun 
and enjoying it. So I was drawing and I was loving it. And then maybe for a few days, not drawing and then come back to it and enjoying it even more and more and more. And of course, because I, I, I loved it so much after every day I was doing it and for hours and hours, but it was never like a, something I had to do. You know, it was just very natural for me to do it. And, uh, and it's very important, was for me, very important that it, it's, it's a pleasure. You, I enjoy doing it. I'm not doing it because I have to do it. Even now, it's my full-time job. <laughs> yeah. um, I never, never ever create when uh, I don't feel it, just because I have to, uh, even for my clients, actually, never, ever. So you yeah. make sure that it's always something you're doing because you want to and not because you have to. That's, yeah. I've heard a lot of artists say similar things that whenever the, creati- the creations that they're making start becoming too attached to money, that it makes it a little harder to, I guess, get the spirit of work across. But I guess for me, and I'm sure there's lots of people listening that can relate to this. I'm in the position where I work a full-time job and also try to make this show as often as I can. So just to even fit in time to draw and I like to work with markers personally to do my marker work. It's not that it's not that it's a chore, but I do have limited energy and mental focus that I can put towards that. So for me, I really, I think that's why the momentum thing is important for me because um, of course I do enjoy it when I'm doing it uh, and I wouldn't, I don't do it when I'm not feeling it, but you know, having to squeeze in only 30 minutes or 45 minutes a day, if I can fit it in there. um, Mm. I guess where I'm going with that is I look forward to the day where I have more of that, more of that freedom to just sit down and create for as long as I want whatever I want, however I want. And I hope that everybody can move towards an existence like that, because I think that's where like you do relax and where you do go deep within and connect to your own heart, because there's not all these um, pressures and, and sort of mental, mental to-do lists happening. And, and, you know, you gotta be here at this time and all that, you can be a little more loose and you have a little more mental energy. Yeah, but that's a very interesting point, actually. But for me, it's the whole paradox because now I'm in a situation um, where um, because it became, um, it's not the right word, but it's, it's a kind of a business too, in a sense that it's it's my living, you know? So, so the paradox is I've got less time to create. So that's a very funny situation for me to explore too, because before I had uh, no money, but plenty of time to create. <laughs> and now I've got less time, and, but a bit of more money, but not really, but it's not the point. But, but my time is sh- shrunk, you know, and I've got a baby now too, and all of these things in my life. And so, so I've got less time basically to create. So same again, I, I could really decide to create every day for an hour, but it doesn't work for me. Uh, make the commitment to create at least a few hours a, w- a week, I mean, blocks of hours a week, but I'd, it just comes once again. When I feel it, bang, I do it. But um, what I wanted to say too is, um, sorry, I lost the flow. What were you saying at the last, last thing you were saying? was? Well, um, I think we were kind of just talking about the difference between being you know, sort of forced to 
Yeah, forced to do it. Um, forced to do it because you need it, need the money, or forcing yourself to do it because you want to make progress and improve your skills, um, and you're constrained as far as time or freedom, um, versus you know the where you're you're talking about a different phase of your life that you're in now, though. And I feel I feel like that's a beautiful aspect of life is that it's always changing, and that you know, yeah, you maybe have fewer yeah. hours a week to create right now, but you're creating different you're creating different things in all kinds of parts of your life. Like just yeah, have to that's yeah. a huge creation. So that's the thing you're right. That's what I wanted to say. It's just uh, this phase when you understand that uh, really there's no difference uh, be, between creating a piece of art and uh, doing your garden or looking after your young boy, you know, or having a, a conversation, simple conversation with your wife or, or with your friend, you know? And that's the thing, you know, before I was really, uh, I was more, um, how to say, there were, there were more like boundaries or blocks in my life. Like this is, I'm doing that, now I'm doing that, now I'm doing that, and I'm creating. But now I realize that actually I'm creating all the time, you know? And, um, and, and and that's the a very important point. That's why that's why also now I can jump right now on the, on my piece of paper and start drawing. And I'm gonna be like, wow, that's cool, <laughs> because now I realize that every part of my life is actually the the, the same kind of energy I want to be in, you know. And I, and and I am in. I try to at least you know to, to be in this flow, you know. And and I use this flow to create some beautiful artwork as well as having a beautiful conversation with my friends like you or playing with my, my child or anything, doing my garden or, yeah. I think that's one thing that people that are, they don't consider themselves artists or say, I'm not creative or, you know, that type of mentality. They don't take into account that, yes, they, every moment of your life is a creation. You are the author of not just your experiences and there are some experiences that you might not feel like the direct author of because they feel like they happen to you but in those times you're also the author of how you react how you choose to think about it where you choose to go there and right yeah it's uh it's cool to see that you are in a place though where you feel like you're in the sort of the spirit of being able to be creative at all points of your life because um a lot of us are struggling with going, doing things that feel fake, I guess, you know, yeah. going, to, going to jobs that we, we only go to because we have to, and, um, maybe yeah. engaging with aspects of culture that are, are pretty fake. Like we just, that's the whole paradox fake. again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole paradox again. And, and the perfect actually opportunity for you to realize that you are a powerful creator in each and every moment, uh, even uh, if you do something that you don't like, you can really make the conscious choice to to, tilt this, to shift this really to something that you're gonna create for for something much better for yourself and others, you know? And that's really where our power lies too, because we have free condition in our life to really believe that uh, we are doing shit jobs, you don't like this, it, we are useless or wasting our time. But actually, on some level, of course, there's things we don't, we, 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 uh, we lack less than others. But ultimately, at every single moment of your life, you have the choice to, to react, which, which means have a choice, which means 
to create the experience you want from from these um, events, you know, and that's a very uh, interesting and powerful thing, and that's what I call really uh, be aware. When you are aware, and you can have the choice, and then you are free. Whatever you do, and even if you are surrounded with like a really shit job or people that you don't like to be with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I mean. You can just tune in again to this energy, which is your own energy and, and source energy, uh, and and then make the choice to to spread it, you know. And then you can transform your environment, and it works. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's the magic of life, and it's so true. Yeah, I've recently started a practice where whenever somebody I'm with seems upset or in some way is not, um, you know, I'm not connecting with them on a a real level like I would like to be um, to just instead of being offended like there's something I'm doing wrong and they are uh, you know upset with me or making any of those assumptions or inferences I've been choosing to try to consciously radiate love towards them radiate love in general love myself and I've noticed several times when I'm in that moment the energy completely changes and they get over their thing pretty quickly. A lot of the time it's quite remarkable. And a lot of times it must just be before it must've just been me choosing to, to think that they're upset or this is wrong and all that. And then it becomes, it becomes the energy of the scenario. And so that's another, that ties right back into saying that we create our life and our, we are the artists and authors of our own life. And that ability to choose actually is the core the core of art in a sense, because what artists are doing that other people look at and they don't quite understand if they don't consider themselves artists is they're just, artists are just doing shit. They're just doing what they want. Like yeah. creation <laughs> is about choosing. Like you look at the blank page and you choose, okay, now That's it's it. there. And it's just about, it's not about the best choice. There is no best. Life is about that. Life is a choice. Yeah. yeah. So whenever you're creating your own experiences and your own reactions to things, you're just choosing. You can, if you think that you don't have a choice, like I have to be pissed off because they acted this way. That, yeah. If you think you don't have a choice, that's the same as thinking you're not an artist. So you always exactly. got to, and you, and that choice is what makes you a creative individual in a sense. Yeah, you put yourself down, you know, and you, you don't grade yourself, and it's actually not true. This is a lack. It's this confusion, you know, and uh, when you are aware of this, what we are talking now, I mean, this is really reconnected to your own power and beyond that, really, to the power of the universe or God, whatever you call it, you know, it's all the same thing. And when you really understand that on, um, of course, first on an intellectual level, but in your heart, this is the open door to anything. You are a powerful creator and this is no bullshit. This is no hairy fairy thing. This is science. This is true. I mean, and as you say, you, you experiment it yourself and it, it comes step by step. Little things will show you all the time that it is true, it is right. It works like that. It works like your thoughts ripple out and create experiences yeah. and create energy. Um, you know, it's, it's basically you can do whatever you think you can do. Um, yeah. My, my last guest on the show actually gave me a real boost in my confidence to just start reaching out to more and more people and not only staying with people that I've met or I know personally. And, um, honestly, the first person I reached out to that I could think of was you and you responded with such a positive, um, willingness to come on the show. And, uh, you know, like I always, I had all these imaginary things in my head, like, 
Oh, um, some more famous artist isn't going to want to come on the show unless I can say that it's got X amount of downloads or it's this popular or any of that. But no, I just <laughs> the concept and you said, oh, sounds good. And yeah, I agree. I um, first, I appreciate that willingness and openness. But, and uh, I'm sure the audience is just really enjoying hearing you talk right now, not just because you have yeah. a cool accent, but because you have some very wise. <laughs> Very wise perspective. I hope you can understand me. <laughs> no, you, you sound great. No, you, I figured you would be a, an excellent English speaker for all the traveling you've done and living in Australia too. Which, mm. um, but you know, just uh, about what you were saying, you know, it's very important to understand that we are all the same, you know. I'm not a famous artist. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just doing what I love. And that's the, and because I do that and, and truly embrace it, it works. It's simple as that. You know, and for someone else, it would be something else. And for someone, something else, it doesn't matter. You know, if you follow what you love, it will, you will succeed. That's it. And, um, and yeah, we are all the same, you know, definitely. There is no, none one above the other for sure. So that's, yeah. Many people think, oh, I can't do this. I was a bit like that at the beginning, to be honest, too, you know. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. Or, wow, I'm, I'm not my artwork it's, it's not good enough or this or that but this is all programs you know because we don't really understand who we are uh, we are programmed by the society in various things uh, we don't believe it but uh, once you just clean this belief system and you really truly understand who you are and what you can do i mean it's it, as you said before it's all it's it's there it's all open and and the most difficult things it's actually to know what you want. <laughs> so that's uh, very that's very true. I've found that for me personally, to be able to know what I even want requires a lot of yeah. certain a lot of certain criteria have to be met. Like I need to be healthy. And I guess that's relative because my health has changed over my life and I've gotten better and better. And you know, but like whatever wherever state I am at now, I need to be trying to optimize that, improve my health. And, and improve that connectivity between my spirit, mind, and body through practices that help me build my focus and help me clear, yeah. clear the uh, sort of thoughts. And so meditation is one of those and like certain forms of exercise and drawing are all the like focus building exercises. Um, yeah. And then, you know, if I have all that out of the way, then I can start realizing what it is that I want. It's almost like whenever I'm in unhealthy states, and there's a, a disconnect between myself and my higher yeah, sure. self, my soul, because um, that impediment, that physical impediment of me being sick or me not getting enough sleep or whatever, that's yeah. sort of what is trying to take precedence in my consciousness so that I will deal with it. But then like, yeah, I think for me, definitely the healthier I've been, the more I can connect to yeah, my dreams right. and following, following interests and passions helps too, because like we said at the beginning, it doesn't tend to become a type of a positive chain reaction. And like yeah. whatever you can, whatever your greatest dream is right now, that's sort of like as big as you can possibly expand. But as you expand closer to that, that, that horizon pushes out too. And that's kind of a fun thing about it as well you don't have to know the entire path that your life is going to yeah. take in fact that would be boring if you did exactly yeah so yeah you know and that's the magic of life you know it's just uh, life every day bring you some amazing gifts you know and you just have it's like a dream really you just have to follow follow the path you know and uh, and at, i would say at, at this point 
uh, with all what happened on this planet, I think the most important thing is, is to be clear, you know, not be confused and not buying to the confusion because we are bombarded with so much shit all over the place that it's very hard for us to, to stay focused and clear. So as you said, it's, it's, it's good to have a kind of a routine, you know, and um, of course, health is important. You need to look after your body uh, and, and yeah, so exercise and good food and et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's good, yeah. And, and meditation for your mind, yeah, important. Having a, a strong focus on a dream or even a loosely conceived goal or even just a passion like you a focus on just creating what you want to create and not for any particular purpose. I think that's definitely the greatest remedy against uh, cultural programming and sort of yeah. the, uh, you know, the advertising onslaught of mind control that a lot of us are constantly bombarded with. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever you are living with weak intentions or, or no intentions, it's almost like you'll just let anybody else's intentions override your experience and you'll go yeah. with it. But whenever you yeah. have such a strong connection to your, your inner self and your true intentions and your dreams, um, you will be the one that's overriding the other things. Yeah, it's important to uh, take your power back. When I mean power, it's not like power over others. It's your own power, your, your core essence power that uh, yeah, all the society and, and, and stuff around us try to oppress really and well we give you. it away we give it away in all these yeah. different forms like things we we call the government and say we need yeah. you know we need to be taken care of in xyz but in reality we could just grow a garden and uh yeah exactly. each other. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh i've had a really good time talking with you is there anything you want to plug with uh, with your website, with your artwork, any videos you want to share? I know you said you're going to a festival coming up. What's that going to be? Uh, that's the Rainbow Serpent Festival in oh. uh, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Nice festival there. 20, 20th anniversary. So it's going to be fun and beautiful people. And yeah. Yeah. I like to go in this kind of festival to really meet people and share my artwork and, and really talk face to face with all these amazing beings that I meet with my artwork. Yeah. Are you doing any live sets with um, musicians? Uh, not this year, no, because I'm focused to build build my own uh, gallery store. So yeah, I've got a lot of work there, and I'm gonna project in my own shop and inviting some um, people to play with me. And yeah, that's really so, cool. Do you have yeah. any? Uh, are you kind of involved with any? This is a question for me. Are there any sort of like frontier technologies for developing art that you are interested in or moving? developing within like virtual reality for example no not really no just because um i don't i didn't have the time yet to explore all of that you have a baby <laughs> after all the, yeah we come back to the same thing of time it's very precious now and uh, no i'm just um for now keep going um keep doing what i do and uh, refine that i've got so much stuff already to to, to, to express through this medium, like uh, my, my own artwork first, like static artwork and my videos too. I really want to do more, uh, more video, yes, and more, yeah, yeah, more, more. Um, yeah, I've got some different projects with art installations too, like a full dome uh, art installation, but really interactive with people, not just a projection on the dome, but something when you go into the dome, uh, so of course there's projections everywhere, but people can really interact with the artwork 
you know, with some different system of ladders and and uh, motion capture, and uh, that that that's what interests me right now. Yeah. So almost like um, taking the virtual reality and putting it into analog reality. Yeah, exactly. And instead of just having like a little mask, I would say like it's it's a full uh, it's a full experience. You can even run into the dome because you've got space, you know. So you, and, and you can share with others too. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. a kind of super project. Fun. So yeah. is that something you're working on or imagining and wanting to work yeah, on? No, I, sta- I started to work on that with some team in Canada and another one in Japan. But uh, it's a bit on a waiting list now because I just had a baby a year ago and I just have to focus on the family time a lot now. Definitely. But, yeah, so it will come, yeah, yeah. But that's one of those things that you don't do because you have to as much as because you want to, right? Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you got so many exciting stuff, exciting stuff in life. Sometimes like, well, you just want to do everything now. I know. It's sometimes to just slow down and one step at a time and, and it all comes anyway, you know, but yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, it was a bit like that. Like I want to do everything, you know, which was good, but uh, I realized that was my own path. Huh? But uh um, I couldn't finish everything because I had too much on my plate. So I changed my strategy and, and, and I start one thing and finish it, start another and finish it. And it works better like that for me. Now. <laughs> uh, I have, I'm a chronic start new things without finishing yeah. old things type of guy. I think connected to the Zodiac, it's probably because of me being Aries, just impatient yeah. in general, love to start new stuff. But, uh, yeah, I've got Aries everywhere around my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, Aurelian, Aurelian, right? I can say that right. Yeah. Okay. I really love talking to you. Um, yeah, hope, thank you so much. Hope we can do it again someday, and I sure. will anytime you want. Yeah, if you want to explore any different subjects or specific things, yeah, welcome to ask me, and yeah, we can have a chat yeah, and share with everyone. It's a pleasure. Cool. I'll definitely have you back then. That sounds awesome. Thank right. you so much for coming on the show. All right. Bye, Thank everybody. You so much. Bye-bye. See you later. What an awesome episode. Am I right? If you enjoyed my conversation with Aurelian as much as I did, and you think it's worth a dollar, please go check out patreon.com slash interverse. You can pledge for a dollar, get access to videos, exclusive episodes, exclusive artwork, other stuff. Get on there, check it out. You're helping the show, and you're helping me, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And also thanks for listening. Enjoy this Kalpataro Tree epic long song called The Autumn Dreaming. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Thank you.